All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. This is Adrian Martinez. Uh, today, I am talking to Morgan Chambers. Um, we are we are narrative creatures. Um, another way of saying that is we we are shaped by stories um, and 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 shaped by um, as believers shaped by a particular story shaped by the story. Um, but we 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 felt that we we at this time really needed to hear that story articulated to us, just told to us. You know, we always say that that we should be sharing the gospel with ourselves, um, and that's certainly true right now. Especially when we look at the news, we look um, at social media, and it can it can very much seem like we are we are living in a different story. Um, a story of death and despair and destruction. Um, and so we we just thought we really want to um, use this platform to um, share the gospel, essentially with you, that we can hear the gospel, again, hear that story and be reminded of that reality. And so we've asked Morgan to come and do that. Morgan, thank you so much for, for doing this um, with us and for us. Um, and I'll, I'll just, I'll just let you take it from here. Morgan, can you share the gospel with us? Yeah. Uh, thank you, Adrian. Yeah. I'm really excited, yeah. um, to just have the opportunity, a little nervous, also excited, but, um, just thinking about, um, yeah, just even what you said, how the gospel is a story, a true story, um, that defines everything about my life, um, and so, just to start at the beginning, um, when I think of the gospel story, I break it up right into four really main um, movements. Uh, God, uh, who He is, um, sin, um, man's sin, and, and our rebellion toward, toward God, um, the rescue um, and resurrection of Jesus on behalf of His people, and then our response to His life and His work. Um, and so... I'll kind of move through that today. Um, sounds very formal. I'm not really that kind of person, um, but it should flow pretty naturally um, um, from there. When, um, yeah, so we'll just start in the beginning. Um, that's a good place to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, right, He um, is before all things. Um, in Him, all things hold together. He um, created the world, He created everything in the world. Um, and, um, everything was perfect, right? He created order and structure and he created man in his image. Um, And I think that when I look at that, I am so grateful for um, the way that we see um, his work still going on in the world today in creation and um, that he is knowable, not only through creation, but then revealed himself um, through his word. Um, And so we can know him through his word. We see his plan laid out for us um, in his word. But um, yeah, just like it says really in Romans that all of us have sinned and sinned and rejected God. Um, And now sin, uh, I think in our culture today, even in the church culture, there's like this, like I can name a bunch of sins maybe, but I can't really... um, like say this is the standard and other than this is God's law right and and I don't need that and so I think a lot of times um, like we're really built 
built toward one of two directions. One, not thinking anything we do is a big deal or wrong, or um, just really what category I live in is like heaping guilt upon guilt of on myself for my sin. Um, and neither one of those things I really think gets at the true heart of of um, God's work in my life um, and Christ's work in my life. Um, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, I think that, yeah, sin is really anything that um, separates us from God. It's a desire to um, look at God's law and and to say, I, I have no desire for that. I'm going to live in, you know, um, obstinance in, in contrast to that. I'm going to reject that. Um, I, I want to be the boss of my own life. Um, a lot of times in sharing with people who aren't believers, I talk about lordship and, and someone being the boss uh, somewhat synonymously just because lordship is kind of a weird word in our culture outside of the mm-hmm. church. Um, but when mm-hmm. I think about Jesus's lordship in my life, um, sin is anything that, that would want me to rebel and, and live um really on the throne of my own life, um, live with mm-hmm. me being the boss, with me being Lord of my own life. And it separates us from God. Um, God, um, in his character is completely holy, right? Completely just. And so, um, because he's a just judge, um, he can't allow something like sin into his presence. And so we have this separation from him because of that. Um, mm-hmm. holiness is, um, is a set apartness, a a lack of sin, an absence of sin, really, um, in in who God is and everything about Him. And so, to say, "Hey, I'm going to let these people who have rebelled and sinned against me into my presence," um, that's not justice, right? Like, if mm-hmm. if, you, if we have a judge in a courtroom and I see him say, "Hey, like, even though I know you're guilty, I'm going to declare you innocent," like even my my flesh, like the world knows that that's not justice. Um, and so thinking about our sin and the weight of that, um, you, you see the separation that it, it creates between us and God. So we're not on good terms with him, um, in our sin apart from Christ. And, and so I think going back to even the way that I look at sin, um, it's really what I do with it and what do I do with my guilt and what do I do with my shame? Where, where does that, land what does that look like and so as we see god for who he is as creator and we move into our rebellion um, our sin against him then um we see uh jesus right as we read through the old testament you see constantly israel struggle to do the right thing um and to make the right choice right um and then you see uh, God say, hey, even though I'm holy and I'm just, I have such great love for my creation, for my people, that I want them to have a way to have access to me, to stand before me. Um, and he sends his own son, Jesus, um, fully, fully God, fully man, born of the Virgin Mary, he, right? Uh, Jesus completely obeys God's law, fulfills God's law in every way. Um, he gets hungry and tired and needs, you know, to sleep and needs to eat and has community and, um, lives life in every way that we do, except for without sin. And so, um, seeing him, um, live the life that I couldn't live, um, can give me hope that like, even though, um, I don't live, um, 
sinless or up to God's law and expectation. God sends Jesus to do that in every way. And so because he never sinned, um, when the Bible talks about, right, for the wages of sin is death, um, he never earned death because he never had sin. And so when he is sentenced to death on the cross, um, uh, for for really as a part of God's plan, but by the hands of men, um, he doesn't deserve that death, the death that I deserve. Um, and so he does in his life um, live perfectly, and then he goes to die on the cross for our sin. Um, and it's the only means that we have for our forgiveness. And so he two things really take place in his death on the cross, right? All of our sin debt is paid for. Um, and we receive the righteousness of Christ. And so it's, it's a transaction that takes place. It's this gift that he gives us that we can't earn. Um, it's the gift of God that that's eternal life in Jesus Christ, our Lord, um, like Romans six twenty three talks about. And so, and so I think, um, the, the response to that, uh, well, it requires a response, I think for sure for one. Um, but he, he doesn't stay dead, right? He, we see him rise again on the third day, just demonstrating the dominion and power that he has over death. Um, over life, over all things, and then um, we see him now reign um, as Lord, and um, and so I think what we do in response to that is really we see the beauty of Jesus, right? We see his work, um, we see what he's done for us on our behalf, and we say, yeah. I admit, I have the sin issue, right? Like, I'm never going to get to God on my own. I'm never going to be holy. I'm never, like, going to work hard enough to get there. I can't. It's impossible. My sin debt continues mm-hmm. to stack up. But I see the work of Jesus in my life. Um, I see his work on the cross. And I say, like, yeah, I want to commit to living my life right in this way. Um, and, and so I think that especially now... Um, to respond in repentance and faith is is a continuous process for me daily of I'm going to not live in this pattern that the world is setting for me, um, which is a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety, a lot of like essentially just a lot of focus on what is immediately happening all around me. Like the urgency of stay at home or this, this virus infecting so many people or the, the danger like all around us. I mean, it's just kind of magnified um, in the season, but I'm going to mm-hmm. look at the ultimate instead of the immediate um, and say like, this is the story that defines my life. So I know that my life is secure in Christ. Um, and, and I know that now that I've committed my life to him, I want to follow in um, continuing to live out his call to to know and enjoy him and to help others do the same thing. And um, so I'm, I'm really, really grateful for um, just the way that this is the ultimate story that defines my life, that he um, calls me to yeah, make disciples of all nations, teach people to obey all that he's commanded, to love him, to love others. And I want this 
this story to resonate loudly, um, even much more loudly than all the other stories um, that that are attempting to steal uh, my identity or or my purpose or the definition for my life. One verse that um, it's really one of my favorite passages, Romans eight in the whole Bible, um, and Romans eight thirty two has been particularly. Um, encouraging in a lot of difficult seasons of my life, including this one, as I battle just um, different anxieties um, or different fears. And it says in that verse, um, he, meaning God, who did not spare his own son, um, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? Um, And I know that that is specific to what we need, how he cares for us, um, and he knows our needs. Um, and so it's so it's been such a comfort to me, even in seasons of um, worldly discomfort, right? To know that he will, he didn't spare his son, um, but he gave him up. So how will he not also provide all things that I need for life and for godliness um, and to do what he's called me to do? Thank you so much, Morgan. Uh, we hope you all listening uh, were deeply encouraged by that, comforted by that. Um, and if, uh, if, again, if there is something you have a question about or something you want to hear us talk about, uh, please do let us know. Um, we hope you are all doing well. And again, as always, we miss you. We love you. And we can't wait to see you again. Take care. Have a great day.